I remember destroying one of my mom's Tupperware bowls as a child. In the microwave? Like, well, yes, because um, like we just had the corn kernels. Oh, uh, and you I'd put them in the bowl with a bit of oil and freaking cook them that way. And, and yeah, it, it, I'd, get some, I'd get a chunk of popcorn. But they'd also be these things, they would just slowly, they'd slowly melt down into the plastic oh, at the bottom. Oh, <laughs> yuck. Well, she saw it and she's like, yeah, Tupperware's not so easy to destruct. Well, yeah, it was a motherfucker. Yeah, uh, lifetime warranty. I've admired your ingenuity as a kid, though. Yeah. You found a way to make it happen. You didn't what? experiment for better alternatives, but you found a way. Oh, well, I didn't do it again after that. Yeah, right. Player 2 Pixelcast episode 59. We are coming in hot. We are ready. We are here. We are live. We are the newly appointed number one podcast in the world. Nay, the universe, the bombcast, the beastcast is dead. Long live the beastcast. We are number one. Yeah, Huso. Are we number one? Uh, in Player 2, yeah. <laughs> we have another podcast. I'll take it. <laughs> no, but, but no, Dev Diary is probably doing better than us. I've got to be honest. <laughs> They get exceptionally good guests. Yeah, but they're still not the number one podcast in the world. Mm. Um, Sean, thank you for staying up to be in the number one podcast in the world. I'm just going to try and roll with this until someone tells me otherwise. <laughs> well, you know, it's always been my dream to be on the world's number one podcast. So, you know, it's it's worth uh, being a little bit sleepy tomorrow morning. I'm glad I could help this dream come reality. In fact, this podcast <laughs> is so number one now, it does not even matter if I introduce myself or not. Everybody should just know who I am. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm Tim, the completely incompetent host. It would seem of what I've decided. Um, I, should, I should say, sadly, I think I'm going to miss a lot of that giant bomb stuff. Um, quite a bit. That was a weird shock to the system. Yeah, it's it's a certainly a legacy left behind from them. I mean, I mean, I don't think anybody thought that would all last forever, but yeah. You know, I thought people would trickle out over time. It's supposed to be over time. They've just went, beep. And Let's then, get the like, fuck out. everybody but Jeff was just like, yeah, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm done. Which is understandable. They've been doing it for a long time. They've been doing it for a very long time. Mm. Um, if anybody listening to this has no idea what Giant Bomb is, I would find that a little bit surprising, although perhaps not impossible. Um, <laughs> you can maybe just like, you know, they're not competition anymore. Go go listen to the last Beast cast. Go listen to the last couple of Beast casts. They did a good show. They were fun. Yeah. Games coverage is changing. Um, yeah, generations are rolling on. We're going to... I was trying to focus on a couple after a um, weird night of thought without being able to sleep. Our topic is actually going to be thinking of the last couple of generations. Which one was actually better? Just kind of kind of like a HD generation showdown with a weird SD Wii thrown in there, maybe. <laughs> Um, but before that, though, um, we have games. And Huso, you have something that you technically can't talk about now, but by the time this is uploaded, you will be able to talk about. Yes, the magics of embargo, right? And and this, for once, we actually have the embargo work out for us because it's usually <laughs> usually we've got shit luck with the timing of embargoes, this is, but this, this one's is, really this good. This is like a once-a-year occasion, man. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So I went up to Sydney last week and went and saw the good folk at Namco Bandai and um, sat down and played Scarlet Nexus, uh, the upcoming uh, action RPG, uh, anim- very heavily anime-inspired. In fact, I believe I was told that there is an anime coming out for it to in oh, conjunction. Oh, so anime. Yeah. Um, so I was expecting a bit of 
weeby sort of stuff going on. Um, I was incredibly surprised. This feels like a platinum game in everything but having platinum on it. Like, there is a super cool combat system in this that's going to be, I think, really popular. Um, so, you you have one main character. What I can talk about, I'm, I'm a bit restricted in what I can say, but essentially the combat I can talk about. Um, and you pick when you start the game, either between the female or the male character, and you're kind of this new soldier for this defense force. Uh, you've just finished your tests and you're going out on your first patrol sort of thing. And you're on this world that gets regularly plagued by a kind of supernatural style enemy called the Others, which have really cool, very, very odd designs, like kind of Bayonetta-ish in there designs um you know kind of that super odd without the heaven and hell kind of link that bayonetta had um but if you think bayonetta you'll get a good idea of what these enemy designs are like weird cone legs uh, yeah yeah toes. that sort of thing some look like a you know a walking talking vase um that's trying to eat you and other things like that um so the combat works like you've got uh, you know, traditional, you know, attacks. Um, you've also got psychic powers. So you can, you can mash your X button to do combos, traditional bash, 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 and Y for the heavy hit. But then you can mix that up with your, 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 um, what do you call it again? Telekinesis. Um, by picking up, uh, random objects in the middle of the combos. And by stringing telekinesis and fighting together, you get these big combos. For example, so you, you can punch, 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 hit your, um, telekinesis button. It'll whip a car around and smash them in the face. And then you follow it up with more combos of the punches and you can keep, and, uh, by punching, you refill your telekinesis power. And so it's kind of like stringing the two together makes these really cool combos um and you can do super good damage if you then just you know punching them would um then you start traveling around with extra soldiers and they've all got their own special powers so this group of soldiers all have their own kind of cool power some uh, you know pyrokinesis some uh clairvoyant you know and you can steal their powers temporarily or borrow them i guess um and that adds to it so for example you can take the pyrokinesis power um and string it together with your telekinesis and then all of a sudden you're throwing firebombs at people instead of just a lounge chair or whatever's laying around um or the clairvoyance so thing yeah go uh, can you like literally like pull that power in mid-combo? Yeah, absolutely. It's all part of the oh, combo. Wow. So it strings together really, really well. So, um, And it's designed to. So you, you really, if you're just using telekinesis, you'll run out of that power. So punching the enemies actually builds that up. So if you're doing it right, you can just keep continuously going between punch, 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 smash them with a telekinesis, punch, 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 hit them, you know, with these special kind of finisher moves that come about. They're called brain dances or brain smashes or something like that. Um, and I like brain smash. That's yeah. a good dumb name for something. It, it really is. And, you know, there might be a big crane, for example, in, in the arena that you're in, and you can pull the whole crane down on the enemy to kill them sort of thing as a, if you've built up enough kind of um, telekinesis power and things like that. So it, it's really you've got to pay attention to your environment a lot um, so you know what's around because some of these big, moves can really save your bacon um there was one particular boss fight that was quite tough and if i didn't use that environmental moves it would have been a thousand times harder but it, it's 
it's very anime. Like the story and the the voiceover work is a bit, you know, how you're going. But that's kind of expected a lot, and it might actually be better just playing the Japanese dub. Um, oh, it almost always is. I will I will say like I just went over and had a quick look at it again. Like and say it's very anime. It's not what you imagine when you imagine the typical JRPG anime. It is. It doesn't have girls in frilly dresses. No. Teenagers. It's. More of a streamlined, darker style, but it is unmistakably Japanese. Oh, it? yeah. There is a, it's 100% anime. Um, just none of that schoolgirly stuff. They're all soldiers. They're all dressed appropriately as soldiers. Um, no really big-boobed enemies or anything like that. Weird creatures. Yet. 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 I, well, yeah, yet. Um, <laughs> no, if, it, if that was prominent in the game, it would be prominent in the marketing. Yeah, it would be. It's- They're not going to be sitting there going, I can't wait till they find out this surprise I've got hidden for them. If they have titties, they are putting them on the box, man. <laughs> this is not a Team Ninja game. Uh, <laughs> no, it, and it's it surprised the hell out of me how well the combat plays. And it's got quite a deep RPG kind of upgrade system in the background um, where you can kind of choose to go down like three different paths where you're kind of more combat focused or more powers focused or more defensive. And you've also got um, some other RPG like charisma and and things like that you can use for trading and stuff like that. So there's this kind of semi-open world city that you explore. And then when you go on a mission, you can just fast travel to the mission. You don't need to find the point. You can just go, hey, I want to go to the mission and you click go and off you go, which is really cool. I hate running around just to get to a mission. Um, but yeah, it surprised the hell out of me. I'm really looking forward to it now. Before I was kind of like, oh yeah, I might play it if it's on Game Pass sort of thing. But, um, after getting my hands on it, I'm, I'm keen. I'm keen to, to play this. That combat system is very cool. And it, and I, the reason I say it's like a platinum game is because it's that smooth. The combat is that good. Um, and that's usually, you know, they're kind of the gold standard of that Japanese style action. Uh, title and it feels like they made it so that's the highest highest praise i can give it third person combat in general i would say just platinum is just gold standard period anywhere you know but they're just and this feels like they've made it so i can't really give it any higher praise than that huh considering i was expecting to hear something a bit more rpg ish you made it sound like a straight up action game well executed which is it plays like that well, like I said, I've only played the first three hours. Like, I got a good hands-on yeah. time. So, um, and it may, and like I said, there are the RPG elements there that I messed with, like upgrades and, and things like that. But it's definitely action action RPG would be the appropriate, you know, more on the action side than the RPG so side. Near automata kind of a deal then. Yeah. Actually, that's probably a pretty close... Um, parallel is, is near automata sort of thing except I understood the upgrade system which I didn't do in near automata near automata is great you could actually commit suicide in it if you did the stupid things I don't remember what he said I know there's one thing in that where like Andrea said like this will kill you and I was like I did it anyway and then I just kind of came over screen in the, in the upgrade system it was great but yeah um, it it's comes out choice I think it comes out next month, early next it's month. It's late next month. I think late next month, yeah. Um, it was in a super so, polished state. Yeah. So can I ask, like, as the guy that you, uh, the player two writer that you foisted many a uh, crappy anime tie-in on, does, does this mean I get first dibs? Or well, you know? look, 
<laughs> you volunteered for all of those shitty anime yeah. games, so <laughs> you could have said no. <laughs> I didn't volunteer for all. Oh. <laughs> one Punch Man was, you know, I'll, I'll take that one. I, I, I put my hand up for that one, and I regretted it. And I'm but. sure <laughs> One Punch Man's a pretty good anime, but. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to imagine how that would make an exciting game where the entire novelty of that character is that he punches thing once anything and it dies <laughs> like when you literally take control of him you can just stand there and let the bad guy wail on you and then just boom one punch and <laughs> it just chaos the enemy. which would be great in like a five minute in browser joke game or something <laughs> you can't yeah yeah or, or a VR game running make some money off a game based in that universe yep um it was, it's really not the sort of property that you could no you should be playing as the aliens well I, I think where this one differs is that it's it's developed the world for a game first and then yeah. they're hmm. spinning the, the yeah they're spin, spinning the anime off the game not the other way around so, so it'll be a shitty anime but a good game as possibly one by man Possibly, but yeah, I think think playing in the playing with the Japanese dub might be better because the English voiceover is a bit, you know, bad. Well, um, I, mean, I have a general <laughs> rule for all of this stuff, which is everything in its native language, and it yeah. takes a lot for that to be an exception. Yeah, there's there's uh, it, it was like watching the the Judgment trailer the other day, and we it, we only got sent oh, the man, English yeah. one, so I went looking was, for the Japanese felt, one. Yeah, watching that just felt wrong. It did, didn't it? So we had to go. And, I had to go and look for the Japanese one so I could see it how it's supposed to be. I'll say it's, Man, it's cool to hear like that this weeb, is... You know. Sorry? I, I'm feeling like a weeb because, you know, I'm, I'm the guy that watches all the animes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Kind of what makes you one. Um, <laughs> Depends. Have you got a waifu does. cushion? <laughs> right, <that's... laughs> I, I can, I can uh, neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> that's not... <laughs> that, that, that's always that's always the comments of an innocent man and his lawyer yeah <laughs> and also though, it is kind of cool to hear that this is actually tight though because it like yep. it kind of got shown was it microsoft you showed off first? yeah yeah i think microsoft cool, got the lead and then it just yep. kind of went underground for forever yeah it, it came well, out I, I think in i remember i remember writing a, a newspaper player too in i think it was june last year um in which like I was sort of like you know like wow this thing looks pretty hectic um but yeah like I haven't heard nothing I think well they've obviously used their time well because um um, I had access I was actually playing a finished um copy I just had was only allowed to go to a certain point um so yeah it's um and and it took me about three hours to get to that point so I got a good good chunk of it and everything I've seen so far holds up for a really promising action fun game um three hours is actually pretty confident for like yeah preview event i don't recall being able to play games for that much very often not not usually no or not in my experience anyway it's also the uh, first preview event i've done since covid which was is just uh, just me and one guy in, and then in you went room. to sydney i was up there anyway it just you worked went, out you went to sydney yeah and then sydney got covid coincidence mm, not where i was <laughs> I mean, yes, yes, coincidence. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear that this is. Sydney yeah. just wanted to see Hugo rocking his mask. Mm. Yes, spending all I my bought money. Bought it for the fires, and it's never. <laughs> yeah, it's never been put away. Never been put away. 
But yeah, it's looking really good. I'm I'm keen for that one now. And so. Xbox have got the lead on it, so there's every chance. So that... were you playing on Series X for the preview? No, we're playing on PC. And holy shit, oh. what a PC! It was you about as think that- about as big as my car. That PC It was fucking oh, huge. <laughs> on a on a um, forty inch monitor. I didn't need my glasses, let me tell you. <laughs> I would have been like, do you guys happen to have like Cyberpunk installed on your yeah. controller or something? I just want to run around while that other guy finishes. It was, it was one of those PCs you walk past at PAX and go, who the fuck buys that? It's bigger than my house. Yeah. Everybody Namco Bandai buys it. <laughs> yeah, it actually, I guess I mean, if anyone should own them, I guess it makes sense for um, the publishers. Yep. <laughs> um, speaking of like things that just seem way bigger than they actually need to though. Um, about a week, or more than a week ago, based on when this goes live, it was the beginning of Golden Week in Japan, which was kind of a non-event. It was always going to be a non-event for me. I think they tried to make it a non-event for the country um, with mi- mixed success. I, if you want to hear my rantings about how the Japanese government has kind of tried to um, ride the general goodwill complaints of the citizens for too long without really doing anything properly, listen to our previous episode. Um, but like in the first actual day of golden week i just got a text in a small friend group i have online um line being the japanese equivalent like every country has a different one it's like you know australia everyone uses facebook messenger which i, which I hate then you've got like other um, apps like it's basically the texting app yeah in japan just saying hey i'm buying a ps5 and i was like no shit that that's that's hard and then she's like yeah i'm at insert big electronic store here and i have their credit card so i can actually buy it and then, like, five minutes later, do you want one? <laughs> sure. And I, first I said no. I actually said no. And then I stopped and thought about it. It's like I was telling myself I'm going to wait until the summer, which was always the plan. But the plan did not involve it. I, I expected it to sell out and be rare for a bit. I did not expect it to still be this freaking mental. Yeah. Um, and two hours before we recorded this, the story came out, um, I think, in Japan Times, saying Sony expects scarcity for the rest of the year. Well, into um, next like, year, they're saying, yeah. I have a chance to buy this one. I've never even been in the store looking for one. It has just dropped on my lap. If I re- if I have buyer's remorse, I will have zero trouble getting my money back. Yeah. Like, and then some. none. I, I, ethically, I don't think I could do that. Um, I would probably just charge what? I mean, I would still let myself break even even though I'd played with it. Um, so I um, said, you know what? I'll pay you a, like a few bucks extra to like drop it off at my house because I'm not actually going out. And then an hour later, I had a PS5 just dropped off to my house. Nice. <laughs> just like no, just like a normal thing that could happen. Um, all of this is a fancy way of saying like, man, we should be talking about Astro Bot. That game is good. <laughs> <laughs> a couple uh, of years ago, I played um, Rescue Mission, the VR one. The VR one's like, really good. That game is really good. Mm. More, uh, it's a shame not everybody has VR because that, that, that game was really good. Um, everybody who can at least get a PS5 does have play Astro's Playroom, and if you have not played it, you should fucking play it. I made the mistake of deleting it. It's on the PS PlayStation Network. Oh, you can, you can I, just I, you can just you can just grab it again. Ah, because it didn't show up as you know like games that I own sort of thing. So I thought, oh crap, is it gone? Um, I think was it Sarah? Uh, I think someone else said they deleted it just to make room for something else. Um. I guess it doesn't matter who the to point is. To make room, everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that, that hard drive is tiny. Mm. But I, I actually went out of my way to like look in the PlayStation store. 
and and unless it's rigged because it's on my hard drive to show up there as well but i don't i don't see how that would be the case i do think you can get it back and you should get it back this is literally like mario level caliber platformer i remember i did play a little bit of it um i played through it once and then deleted it because it's a really good showcase for the playstation 5 like yes. as far as packings go it's a really really good one it is i could not e- it's the best packing game i've played since um alex kid miracle world <laughs> uh, i'd say uh we throw it past we sports i throw it past we sports i enjoy- i enjoyed we sports a lot but this was like oh i think I impact guess- wise you can't ditch we sports though. yeah yeah but like it's weird how quickly you adapt to that controller mm. Like, you just think it's normal. Like, you're not even noticing until it's gone. Only if it's done well, though. But Astro does it well. Yeah, it does it really well. Some other games I've played that have played with it around, like uh, Immortals, the um, Ubisoft kind of Zelda-ish yeah. game, uh, it didn't use it well. I All I wanted to do was turn it off because it just got tiring. Yeah, well, I don't want to talk about Immortals. I just want to, like, shower yeah. praise on Astro's Playroom because Astro, oh, my God. It's only, like, a three- or four-hour game. It is over um, pretty quick, but yep. I, like, it is charming as shit. It is absolutely delightful. I, I do not know why Sean is... Sean has found it. He's downloading... Too. Don't download it. You'll ruin your connection to the podcast. <laughs> Dude, download it. Uh, an hour. An <laughs> 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 hour, man. You forget, I've got gold standard MBN here. I should be able to handle it. You should be able to. That you doesn't mean you will be able to. Um, <laughs> I've got sure I've got 250 no megabits, so, and it still fucks <laughs> well, up. You, yeah, you're better than me. <laughs> My, I've also got a wife in the bedroom watching... Uh, Netflix, watching yeah. A, yeah, Netflix or something. Okay, anyway, Netflix, so. yeah. I'm sure nothing could possibly go wrong. <laughs> mm. It's just so charming. It feels like it immediate... Like the character control is just spot on. All of those little worlds are great that... It's weird because, I mean, I'm a Sega kid at heart. I should have a chip on my shoulder about what happened to the Dreamcast. <laughs> but I don't have that much of a nostalgia for the early PlayStation generations. But, man, it is cool seeing those little representations and how they've got those little, like, Astro, other Astro bots, like, filming the games. And I learned when my, when my girlfriend had a go that um, you can punch literally everything. You can punch the shit out of those filming crews. <laughs> and some of them react in, like, really adorable ways. Um, and just like just so much stuff um, both mechanically like it's endlessly inventive I really 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 want them to make like an a, actual full like full 10, game, 15, yeah. 15 hour just I'd, it can be a VR one again but I would be happy them to just do this yeah because um, like it, like there's not a boring bit like maybe they try a little bit too hard with the controller. There's always a, like, here's a bit where you have to tilt the controller and lift the controller and swing controller. Those bits go on, like, maybe a little bit too long, but the whole gameplay here is, like, it's varied. It's visually varied. It looks amazing. I've read so much stuff about, oh, don't expect this to be a visual showcase for the PS5. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and maybe the fact that I was coming from the Switch being my main console. <laughs> but I loaded jump. it up and I was just like, oh, wow. Even without an HDR TV, this looks really, really, this looks palpably better. And I've like gone back and played some PS4 games, like, no, like, it does actually look really yeah. nice. But I'm, I know it, it's such a great little thing. Um, I, I do like, I, no, I'm not going to say this is a spoiler. It, see, it's even got spoiler content, but it, it's just this absolute shower 
in the one place where they can get away with it because it's a fucking built-in PlayStation game, so they can put as much PlayStation novelty stuff in there as they like. But it's just reminds me like how much stuff they have had. Like I could not recognize every single little reference they had. There's quite a lot of stuff that I missed. Yeah. Almost the first time and the second time I was like, oh, they're all little patapons and ah, oh, that's Gravity Rush. Oh, if you kick that box, it turns out a little, a little solid snake. Um, the solid <laughs> snake robot is under yeah. there. Um, the only the only flaw in that little presentation is like that sometimes they have weird stuff. Like there's a shrine to Cloud Sword. Mm. Like the great Buster Sword from Final Fantasy VII is like literally a whole bunch of little astrobots like worshipping it. <laughs> it's super adorable. It's in the PlayStation 2 section. Like Ooh. I managed to put it in like the one console where there's like Actually, almost two or three, but it's like, you know, one and four. One and four is where Final Fantasy VII is. Yeah. Oh, no, I know. I was delighted. I like. I did not buy any games exclusive for the PS5, and I'm actually perfectly happy. Astro is Astro is great. Everyone should play Astro. Yes. On there, you can also go back and play your PS4 games, and they're quite noticeably better. Some of them. So. Oh yeah, I mean. I guess just before we go to break, I started playing Days Gone after that, and oh boy, you can tell that frame rate is nice. Mm-hmm. Heaps better. That that is a smooth that is a smooth sailing experience right there. Yeah. Felt very justified in selling off my PS4 late last year. Yeah. With the, I got like half of the games I sold back in the freaking PlayStation Plus collection anyway. Yes, I had a few of those that became trade fodder. Uh <laughs> Sinister, somewhat, somewhat sinister. That was part of my logic. Was like, you know what? These these physical games still have a sense of value about them right now. Yeah. And there's a very small chance that some of them may become collector's items, but not in the condition I've kept them in. So, I just sell them while people still think that's the thing worth having. And bang. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna get rid of a few disc copies of games that I've got. So. Trade them in that's- before uh, too many like, PS5s end up out in the wild. Well, a lot of them are. I mean, it's not like they're not making many. They're just selling yeah. so many. And and I will say yeah. I've owned this thing for over a week now. It is an ugly motherfucking console. Oh, it's stupidly Like, I have yeah. not... I'm not I'm not okay with it. I'm still not okay with it. It's not settled in. It looks goofy as shit inside my TV cabinet. <laughs> yeah, let's hope for some... inside your TV cabinet? Yeah, but I mean, it takes the most of it. Like, I used to have, like... It used to look real. I had a PS4 Pro there, and I would be able to line up all the controllers next to it. Forget that, man. It's just this weird toy spaceship-shaped blob. Yeah. That's quiet. I like the quiet. Um, and the three D audio kind of actually worked on the headphones when I was playing Days Gone with headphones. Man, like I've never been that excited to have a fly buzzing around my head, but boy, that you got a real sense that that fly was out and around. Apparently, um, Resident Evil's really good show for that three D audio tech. So. I mean, and that's not even like fully baked yet. Like when they yeah. first, when Sony first presented it, like they're supposed to like be able to make custom profiles. That's probably freaking hell. The way they're selling it, this is the lowest priority they have. It's going to be a year away. Yeah, yeah. But it 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 works. You just plug. I just plugged an old HyperX headset in there, and bang, it was more than stereo. Anyway, um, Sean has been playing an online RPG that we're not going to talk about again because you so spoke about it recently. Sorry, Sean. No, that's fine. I can actually uh, change a little bit, change it up. Um, because uh, the other day I had a friend convince me to jump into Warzone from COD. Now, I know we've heard, we have had oh, Ken talk about this. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> we're going from <laughs> Astro Bot to Call of Duty, really? 
look, you, you just if you give me some heads up that I wasn't going to get to talk about, you know, said MMO, then I would have prepared something. ESO, you've been about. playing ESO. Uh, Yes. Let's yeah. talk about ESO. I'd rather talk oh, about ESO than Connor. You spent half an hour speaking about it a ago. <laughs> anyway, look, I'm not a huge fan of the Battle Royale style. I um, I had a few cracks at Warzone when it came out because a friend talked me into it, and then I really could not. <laughs> I want a time limit. I want a time limit. All right, stop making me giggle. Um <laughs> I'm not moving this here. down. I'm, I'm holding this up to the camera. <laughs> I'm going to have to close my eyes. Sorry, TikTok, motherfucker. Anyway, yeah. Um, so, yeah, my opinion, Battle Royale sucks. However, in I don't know whether it's the newest update they've had or a previous update, but they've brought in this plunder mode in which you're still playing on the exact same map. I think it's um, still roughly around the same amount of players, but up to three, three members in a squad, and it's literally just looting. You can, um, so you just drop in, the objective is just grab cash, get it extracted. And, um, yeah, for those that, you know, hate the whole drop in, boom, you're dead. And then within, you know, another minute and a half, you're dead in the gulag as well. Um, it's, it it actually made me interested to play a little bit of Warzone, um, so yeah, okay, that's sort of the best that I've got at the moment. Um, Bravo, <laughs> you, you finished in like half the time I gave you. Excellent. We <laughs> <laughs> I, like I said, I'm straight up doing this. No, no more Call of Duty. We are taking a music it. break. When we come back, you can talk about how friggin' huge Call of Duty was in the PlayStation Three and Three Sixty. I have a bowl of popcorn kindly provided by my girlfriend. I'm sure this is going to be by far the most pleasant and least disturbing food you could possibly have in a um, radio-ish show. But if you don't hear that crunching at all. It's, it's, totally usually, it's usually Ken that we catch out having a munch during the podcast. He's, he's a fan of a bit of a sneaky snack during during talks. That's why we're number one. I wouldn't even call it sneaky. It's really quite blatant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stop very intentionally eating this popcorn as close to the microphone as I can now. <laughs> Anyway, as I alluded before, this is basically as I'm going to. I'm going to rephrase you so here and say this is the HDMI console showdown. <laughs> it's basically um, PlayStation 360 versus PlayStation 41. That makes sense. My weird ass names for these things. Yeah, yeah. And this basically came about after it. I don't know. Just had one of those nights where you just can't get to sleep for whatever reason. There's no logical thing behind it. I just started kind of as you. I don't know. Maybe I'm just an idiot, and I start doing. 
that was a pretty good generation we just had. I'm just going to sit here and bask in like how good it was when I had it. This was between consoles. I had a PS4 and then I was like, man, it really hasn't been a better time to play video games. And then I started to think about the PS3 games I had. I was like, did I overrate the last generation? Maybe these, these things are not... Um, as clear cut as I as I thought. Uh, and this is coming from someone who's actually never actually owned an Xbox. So I should probably point out. Yeah, I, yeah. As good as owned the original Xbox, as in I had so many friends who had one. I was borrowing it so frequently that I've absolutely played through both both um, Halos and Jets at Radio Future quite a lot. But I mean, the PS4 had a much more dominant time than the PS3 did. So now I'm kind of like, am I literally just stuck in this kind of now? So we're gonna, I don't know we're just gonna kind of walk through this. Pull out like our definitive favorite games and moments, and, and a part of this has to be of a for the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the only rule I really have is remasters are allowed so long as it's not basically you can have a remastered PS3 game appearing on PS4. Mm. But if for some reason a remastered PS2 game first appeared on PS, I mean, PS4, got Final Fantasy VII, three didn't get that. Three got a lot of PS2 games. Anyway, let's start with just like a 360 PS3 round, like just kind of like pull out those highlights and maybe throw them in a little chat here. And it could be highest, could be games. They could also just be service-related stuff or whatever. But also, Huso, I'm gonna throw you first. Do you think 360 PS3 stuff that was like really kind of amazing? I think I think what the 360 and PlayStation 3 era, and especially the 360, really solidified um, online gaming for consoles. Like uh, up until then, like it had been experimented before then, but it wasn't really. And you're breaking my Dreamcast heart again for the second time this episode. I know, but you know what I mean. It wasn't ever the hmm. the killer feature then, but Xbox Live it, really it got pretty big in the US. But yeah, Dreamcast kind of died around the died same time. It was second really quickly. Um, but uh, the Xbox Live whole infrastructure really, really changed. I guess console gaming forever. Um, they did a bit with Xbox, the original Xbox, but it didn't really hit until Xbox 360 came out because I think infrastructure caught up with the with the um, the ambition. Oh yeah, um, I have clear and honestly quite fond memories of friends drag. I mentioned I had a lot of friends with the original Xbox, as in four Xboxes in a house, split screen, yeah. sixteen player games or whatever. Yep. But it was all LAN. It was all LAN, and and you could use dial up back then, but. Using dial-up for anything was a nightmare. Oh. So, and we all still lived with our parents back then as well, which created a whole <laughs> bunch of other conflicts. And they'd ring the phone and the dial-up had cut out and all those dramas then. Um, but yeah, so Xbox Live came along and really changed. like, And that brought in things like Call of Duty and that brought in um, you know, uh, the multiplayer shooter to consoles, which was previously really a PC-only affair. Um so it was a it was a real game changer, I guess, in the way consoles were seen. Which it's a really big, big moment in console gaming. I think was the Xbox Live, and then later on, PlayStation didn't take too long to catch up, but they took a little while, and it could it, could be yeah, argued. It, it's super weird because I've seen called Sony having this argument. The reason they didn't need to step up the game was they had more people on their online servers than Microsoft for the longest time. Yeah. Just by default on install base, though. It yeah. clearly wasn't because they had the better product. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that's probably still the case a bit. But, um, yeah, I think it was a really important moment. And it, it ushered everyone into the online era. And also, it's gone from that. it also kind of gave this resurgence, which is now dying again, to, like, small arcade style 
games like geometry wars was this yeah weird a game that could not realistically have existed the previous generation no it just because, there was no way to sell it yeah because you had to sell a cartridge before or a disc or a you know your best case would have been as a demo disc on the official magazine but no yeah. one's going to polish up a game that much for that kind of distribution method but yeah adding xbox live the summer of arcade titles that they used to do were almost all fantastic these little arcade gems like explosion man and and um oh man, explosion man was such a good name such fun game or that joe danger the motorbike one Trials. Trials is a massive series now. Started out as an Xbox Live Arcade title. Was Shadow Complex originally a summer arcade? Shadow Shadow Complex was another one. So we're getting bigger here. That's something I sort of saw these games started small and like... Yeah. Um, Braid was another one. Uh, Was the black and white one again? I've forgotten it. Um, Limbo. Limbo, yeah. Limbo was one. Limbo's great. There's some fantastic titles in that Xbox Live Arcade that would never have got out there to console players especially, um, had there not been Xbox Live. Yeah, and kind of PlayStation equivalents as well. This has been very Xbox-focused. I guess I'm going to yeah. get into your Yang or yeah, whatever. Because yeah. um, that actually started fairly fl- strong for Sony as well. Like, Flow was just as kind of, even more so than anything else. Is the sort of thing just would never exist yeah. outside of that. This is like weird biology kind of thing where you just this glowing worm thing that just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like the ultimate food chain. And flour. Biggest the... fish in the pond. Flat flour was so good. Mm. I mean, that's what eventually led to Journey. And sadly, Journey has not really led to anything else other than the main guy behind it leaving and the rest of the team making a game that wants to be Journey on smartphones, but is nowhere near as good as Journey, and I'm sad. <laughs> but you had the whole Pixel John, John Crona stuff on PlayStation Network as well. Fat Princess um, was another one, I think. Fat Princess, I really, really... It had a weird stalemate kind of game break, almost game-breaking thing there, but man, I enjoyed... Mm. Just the sheer diversity of it. That was also another really fun throwback that took me a moment to get in Astro Bot. There's a really fat, there's a really fat robot with a piece of cake lying on its tummy outside the swimming pool. <laughs> fat Princess, actually. Yeah, fun, fun Pixel Cast trivia. That's the very first game I ever spoke about. On the Pixel Cast? On the very first life of this show. <laughs> that's a, a long feel. time ago. Uh, in the galaxy far, far away. Yeah, Fat Pri- I mean, I don't get into multiplayer stuff very much, but Fat Princess, like, just that dumb capture the flag with a flag where where you would, with the added twist that the flag is a princess, and the way you make the flag harder to catch is by feeding her cake so that she gets too heavy to carry. Yeah, it was it was cool. I I got that as the free game. You remember when Sony Network got bought? Yeah, big time. I had three PlayStation Network accounts, so I got like all of the games for free. <laughs> so I grabbed that, and I think I grabbed maybe Infamous. But, um, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> I really enjoyed that game. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's, I, they must have had a bit of a resurgence of players there as well, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, that was the birth of um, PlayStation Plus. Um, at, back, back when press junkets of the traditional kind used to happen, I remember. Uh, it's, it's terrifying. Ten years ago, like how long ago this actually was, where it still felt like the future at the time. Speaking to a few other people, I believe we're going to Call of Duty. I think it was actually to see um, Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. And in LA, speaking to some, some of the other Australian journalists there, and it's like, it's general consensus. Like, the best thing to come out of Xbox Live was Sony having the uppest game with PlayStation Plus. So now you're getting these kind of like two games in rotation every month. That 
I mean, that started something. I mean, that really matured. I think next generation, but that started. Yeah, yeah, but that they also something. They were doing Vita as well because Vita was around the same time. Yeah, I mean, class, and I yeah. had a Vita, so I was getting great value. Yeah, out of that. I got so much. Vita is a very unsung hero of all. Yeah, everything. Vita, Vita is great. Anyway, Sean, do you have anything to add to this before we get bigger? Uh, oh, was that legitimately good. the first time you'd heard about what Fan Princess is about? Because you seem to react quite visibly. Yeah, yeah, I'd never, I, I'd never played that game. You know, I've, uh, I, I came to this life late, and you know, I kind of regret it a little bit in that um, there's obviously a lot of great games that I've missed over the years. Um, some that we have talked about on this actual podcast that we, you guys have been surprised when I admit to not having played certain games. Um, but moving on, um, it's a Steam like, account mostly. Every time, you give me a few weeks to forget that you only recently got a Steam account, and I'm always like, "What?" <laughs> have you ever have you played Half Life yet, Sean? No. Fuck's no. sake, mate! Lift your game. I still haven't <laughs> played Sam and Max yet either. Yeah, I think Half Life's probably more I mean, important than Sam and Max. Sam yeah. and Max is closer to my heart. Yeah. But Half-Life is perhaps a little more quintessential to game history. Yeah. <laughs> and like Black Mesa, I think, is finished and polished now. Yeah, it's really good. And you can play Half-Life 2 and yeah, it all flows nicely. Mm. And I think you anyway, can get it regularly oh. for like two bucks. So fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm throwing off my trade of thought yeah. now. Um, <laughs> look, I'm, if, if, we, if we're... Oh, so what, we're picking a winner here, yeah? On what we you just tell us what not, what, not what hit you. These two, this is we can't pick a winner because this is not PlayStation versus Xbox. This is the first PlayStation PlayStation Three Three Sixty versus the PlayStation PS4 Four and one. one. Like which yeah. of these generations is actually kind of the cooler? Mm. I don't know. So we're still in the ten years ago train right now. Yeah. What What yeah. was your highlights from that era? The the three three sixty era. Three sixty. Yeah. Um. Oh, look, man, Metal Gear. Metal um, Gear. Like, yeah, like, Metal Metal Gear 4 was the reason I got a PS3. Um, it was it was the solely the reason I got one. Um, but then, yeah, uh, to me, jumping into that online world, and because I, I at, at that point in time, I wasn't making a lot of money. I had a very young young baby or whatever not having to fork out money to play online through sony yeah was uh very much a draw card for me over xbox live especially since i didn't really have any friends that played on xbox live anyway so i mean while i did have both consoles um the only time i really did multiplayer on my 360 was still you know when i'd go and visit a mate and we'd hook up you know three or four 360s and just play Halo. That's that's a weird scenario to think of. I'm just checking a bit here. I, just, it, I guess it can happen. This idea in my head where somebody can afford to have both consoles but cannot afford to play, pay the monthly subscription. The monthly subscription, yeah. Because I mean, I it, was very much just just because of the way the exclusive balance that I'm not a fan of big grand military games. I tended to stick my time with the PlayStation side of thing, but I like I have to admit, like eighty percent of the time. If you had a cross-platform game, it was better on the Xbox. It was, yeah. It was easy to program for. That cell, that cell chip really did the PlayStation Three some troubles. Right. Much, I, um, the reason, yeah, the reason I had both was essentially like I was given 
the uh, I got the oh, I got the three sixty sort of as a gift from my now wife um, a little while after that came out, and then it was like it, it, like I did by no means got the PS3 when it first came out. Like I'm talking no one did. three years. It was like a thousand dollars when it came out. It was like yeah, ridiculous. People would play that for a PlayStation uh, Five now, though. Interestingly, yeah, funny. Mm, idiots. Um, but yeah, like I mean, it, it it was a matter of just sort of the the stars aligning, yep. sort of thing, and um, not quite in the way that Tim got his PS Five, but, <laughs> but just you know, like I, I think I got the PS Three just before like my eldest was born, or. Maybe just after when we got like that huge baby bonus from the government and stuff. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. And we, I'm like, hey, I'm sure, we bought. could buy food, clothes, new toys, um, a PlayStation Three. That's that's the thing. I'd already we'd already bought all that stuff before she was born. We had yeah. the cop, mm. we had the baby seat. We had like four months worth of nappies stocked up because as soon as she got pregnant, we just started buying it, buying a pack a week. Yeah. Um. So she's kind of smart. I like. We literally did not have to buy anything for our daughter. And at all, apart family from gives you so much clothes. shit when you have a kid. Just don't buy clothes for like the first three months. The family, you get a million Bonds jumpsuits and a million buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Singlets and towels and all yeah, that shit. I mean, I'm, I don't really have Man, any family I had my mother-in-law giving yeah. us like boxes of baby wipes and talcum powder and stuff. And like the kid was three and we were still using these wipes. <laughs> <laughs> just, not, 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 not on her, but just oh, you know, a bit of a mess there on the table. Just, just wipe down the kitchen table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty much. Once you have kids, a wet wipe will clean everything and anything, except poop. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah, moving uh, on. I mean, it's interesting that we haven't actually really touched on the really big games here. So, um, oh, so like the like the real standout shit. Like you're gonna like bring your big game in a very literal sense. I think uh, open worlds matured on that era. Like, um, mm. I mean, it's an easy out, but Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto 4 and 5 were both technical marvels uh, that I think... Held together by sticky tape at the same time. <laughs> but Red Dead just was... It was just such a good game. And it, it like it's probably one of the few that I, I would still go back to and look at and go, holy hell, that's still, like, even graphically, that holds up really well. Um, and it, it was a masterpiece. Red Dead, I mean, I'm definitely a more Red Dead than um, Grand Theft Auto, but I, I enjoy Grand Theft Auto. Um, but, yeah, Red Dead's definitely my, my the first one, more so than the second one. It was just, just a masterpiece. And I think the other big one is Mass Effect for me, which... Funnily enough, it's coming out this week, and I can't wait. But um, yeah, this big chunky space operas. It was yeah. fucking cool. I'm not a huge fan of that specific brand of sci-fi, but I have to admit, like they they set out a plan and they like they saw it through, which was kind of and brought this kind cool, of an impressive thing in itself. Cool features like um, you know save progression over multiple games and things like that that hadn't been done before. You know, so. Yeah. Shemu doesn't count for everything, Tim. <laughs> it doesn't, but it had safe regression between two and two. But, you know, it, and it made you feel ownership of a character in an RPG like hadn't really been done before. Um, 
especially not on that scale because there was a lot that carried over it was it was pretty impressive so and then yeah. everybody had us look about the ending <sighs> oh that's a whole nother episode yeah <laughs> No, it's a weird, weird turning point. The thing, like, I think the thing that maybe like something made me twist about this was Huso's now also been given. Is a popcorn Huso? Is a popcorn? No, it's a tablet. Huso's Huso's an old man. He needs his vitamins that way now. Yeah. Um, was specifically the darkness. I'm like, man. Oh yeah, that was a good that, game. They were really good. And we're not just can't think of like a first person shooterish game like that that has come since. Uh no, not since. Like. It you was, can see the DNA from Riddick in there. Yeah, yeah. But Riddick also got re-released with like a pretty substantial chunk of extra content. It was still... It wasn't... I think it was just, you know, an up, uh, an up-res, that re-release. It wasn't anything like kind of... Yeah, but they had Dark Athena as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, you know, it was like what Mario did recently in the Switch. <laughs> Man, the darkness was really good and it was like such unique... And I'm just struggling to think if that game could even exist anymore. It's like such a weird bubble in time. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it possibly could. I think, you know, most of that team's now making Wolfenstein. And True. And Wolfenstein is really good. It's really good. Like, and there's some point, weird... Point, point last gen, Wolfenstein is really yeah. good. Yeah, is well, that was... Uh, was it... I think it was cross gen, the first one. I, I, I can't imagine the 360 version was any good, but yeah. No, I played that on PS4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, there's like some... Actually, like, I forget, like, how much significant stuff either started that gen. Mm. I think for me, the biggest bum was that was, like, a real low point for Japan, a lot of that whole generation. Like, there was, a we- like, a big notable dip in that country's quality of output, um, with the exception of Platinum, which is, like, this weird through line. Yeah. Yeah, like, Final Fantasy seemed to dip that Final era. Final Fantasy, that's... 13 is when Final Fantasy just went completely yeah. off. Off the rails. off the rails. Yeah. I mean, that's also, like, when um Uncharted was born... Um, the original Last of Us, infamous. Motor Storm is hugely under underappreciated. Motor Storm was fucking great. Yeah. It took it took Insomniac three times, but they eventually made a really good Resistance Smaller Man game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that th- Resistance Three is possibly the closest game I've played to Half Life Two, in that style of. Part of what makes it really good is that they kind of rewound the clock and looked yeah. at some. Progr- we'd say progressions and they say put them in inverted commas in the first yeah. person shooter and some things that were not necessarily better but just different it became standard yeah and they kind of just picked and they chose yeah, yeah what they wanted resistance 3 is like oh health packs and multiple weapons are actually totally okay yes yes yes, yes. like I mean health packs are dumb but so is like hiding behind cover for five and a half seconds and like having your wounds to shop again yeah yeah that's um it was also and they forget that that, that came about because of Halo and there was an actual narrative yeah. reason for that in Halo, but no yeah. other game has ever bothered. A with lot that. of mechanics, like Batman as well, had like his kind of Batman tech vision. But once yeah. that had happened, oh shit! Arkham Asylum, man. Yes, Arkham Asylum was mm. PS3 and Xbox 360. How good was that? That game was way better than. In fact, we had a whole weird run that generation where movie and tie-in games started getting good. Surprisingly, pretty good a lot of the time. Like yeah. not perfect, or, or but like. Well, Batman was not, before. not far from it. Arkham Asylum. Was... Arkham Asylum is like a stone cold classic. Yeah. It's still the best of those games as well. I think there's an argument to be made for City, but yeah, it is exceptionally good. 
I, I think I preferred City over Asylum. Yeah. I think that... The, Asylum the, was definitely better than Knight. Yeah. Knight's, Knight's the limp third place. Mm. I mean... I, 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 I enjoyed it too, it. but yeah. I mean, that sort of style's really good. I enjoy it. But so we're actually overlooking like how significant Halo Three was. That game sort of came out. And it felt like a bit of a fizz, and then as time went by, it's like, no, this thing mattered. It was it was the backbone of multiplayer for such a long time. Um, to even it only now, came out like a few months before Call of Duty Four, though. It was kind of yeah. weird, like that. Flash Bioshock. I mean, I think Bioshock is overrated, but like kind of landed in that same. In fact, nineteen two thousand and seven. Sorry, is just you could make an argument that that year in video games is kind of where you could just stake your pole. Yeah, it, it, it really was a good year. Um, Bioshock is a funny one. I think it has, it hasn't aged real well. I think what, I think Bioshock 2 mechanically is much better. Um, hmm. But it's not remembered as fondly because it, it's, 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 you know, the trick's been shown sort of thing. Um, yeah. And like it was the same setting, it felt people like it's the same. Just it felt like it's like DLC kind of. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another thing. We like we saw the entire evolution of DLC from fucking horse armor to something worthwhile happening. <laughs> yeah, generation. to something good. Mass Effect like, did DLC really well. It was one of the first that did. The first game had a. I believe Bioshock Two also actually apparently has an exact. Yeah, DLC. Minerva's Den. That was really good. It was possibly got- better than the main game. Some if really we, fucking good arcade up, races. If we're going to bring up DLC, right? Um, the Mass Effect series was sort of the one where they've basically decided to release a patch to make huge changes. Um, like, uh, like I'm struggling to remember now because it's so long. Mass Effect like 3. Initial, yeah. With the, the ending. We're like, oh, what the hell? The ending. So you know, that's a minus like, point yeah, for the generation because. Devs gave in to fucking whinges. So, yeah, right. like, <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm saying it was a good thing that they've gone. And oh, be- because of that, we got Justice League, Snyder Vision. <laughs> yeah. I actually prefer the Snyder version. I'm not going like, to watch it. It's four hours that, is a lot to commit to that. It, <laughs> I, I watched it over like two nights, so. Yeah. I will not watch it. Have yes. not watched it. I saw somebody post the four three thing and aspect ratio, and I thought it was made up, and then it turned out to be real. And I just think that is hilarious that anybody's artistic vision is four three. Is that this would be <laughs> on like a watched on a TV from the nineties? Yep. Cover up all the bad special effects. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the um, resolution, I guess, yes. would. So yeah. That's, that's, I suppose, one negative from that generation. So <laughs> we had capitulate to the whinging man babies of the internet. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite, not my favorite thing. You had some no. really good arcade races, though, specifically Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Like, they yeah. still haven't. And, and uh, Most Wanted, which was, I think, better. But yeah. Oh, Maybe, actually, I think Most Wanted is the one I meant. Yeah. Hot Pursuit. Most Wanted is what I actually meant. And then Most Wanted, yeah. Hot Pursuit was good. Most Wanted was better. Yeah. And then Most Wanted was phenomenal. Yeah. And they haven't gotten even close to that. Although uh, Heat was pretty good. It was pretty close. It wasn't quite there, but it wasn't far off. Yeah. Yeah. 
See, I've I, I've I've never seen a Need for Speed game that just nailed the the police chase side of it and whatever, like the original Most Wanted did. Like, it's either way too easy to get away, or way it too hard. takes forever to try. You know, you think, yeah, cool, I've taken out every cop car. I'm cruising. You, you're changing streets left, right, and center. Then all of a sudden, there's a cop back on you, and you're like, fucking hell. Yeah. Just let me go. <laughs> <laughs> no, most most wanted had the balance right. It had that perfect power fantasy of driving ridiculous cars through a city, and yeah, mm. it was it was I, good. I, I loved that game. I spent so many so many hours on that game. I it was one of my first preview events actually. As a press, was most wanted. It's when I first met Jigsy. There you go. Huh. Oh, nice. That's kind of cool. Mm. Um, it's just to wrap this generation up until we inevitably remember things we're talking about the next one and like dive back again um, double edged knife here I think it's overall a positive but it kind of led into a negative in the next generation yeah. which is I think when, particularly when Sony um, got their marketing together they, they fucked that up early on but then they, they got Kevin Butler and while that lasted that was a fun series of ads I don't normally enjoy video game commercials <laughs> but some of those are pretty fun um, That I think I may note now what our, our graphic is going to be for the lead of this yeah, yeah. We normally go for actual motion pictures, but I'll put Kevin Butler up there. Um, which was when Sony finally came across the o- It Only Does Everything tagline. Because you know yeah, what? Yeah. I do fucking like that my console will play Netflix when my TV decides it doesn't want to connect to the internet as well. Yeah. And that it will play Blu-rays and I can use it as a media center just as long as that is not the absolute focus of what the entire company is trying to do. And yeah, there's no doubt that the start of that generation, it was a one-horse race because the Xbox fumbled the the ball pretty significantly. Oh, um, Don, Don Madrick you know, screwed the pooch big time. So, so we went from, we went from Xbox. This stuff 360. is cool to have to, Hey, what if you buy a games console? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was odd. Very odd. It was such a weird, I and mean, we lose sight of the fact that Sony kind of did its own screw up at the beginning of the PS3. And then, just through sheer brunt of exclusives and kind of putting that money in there. They had kind of pulled it. And pulled I guess everyone was kind of on the wall. Like by the end of that generation, Microsoft's exclusive lineup and general quality seemed to be like sliding. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, myself included, would have just been quietly assuming, I guess they're just developing new games for the new console. Yeah. But then, they- then yeah, Xbox One gets announced and maybe they weren't. No. They just that- assumed Connect was going to ride everything. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking then. I mean, they've they've righted the ship pretty significantly since then. But yeah, that was that was some odd, odd management. And I think odds about the nicest way to put it. It was odd on both sides. Like it was strange that Sony got it so right. Like, well, there there is lots of you know kind of industry rumors that Sony had an always online system and literally changed it just before because they saw the Xbox conference and how badly it went down. So there's there was there's always been these rumors about them. The Sony were heading probably not to the same degree Microsoft were, but they were they were heading to an on the same direction. Same direction, and then when they saw fan backlash on the conference the day before, they immediately changed that and, and there rewrote be a whole new level of tone deaf. Because I still don't know how Microsoft yeah. missed it. Like when there's yeah. the rumors, like a yeah. guy lost his job over it. Yeah, before the console was even announced. I, I can't even remember who that was anymore. There's some be said something snarky about why don't you have an internet connection and then there was so much backlash that he was literally gone from Microsoft like a month later. Yeah. 
Yeah. But on the PlayStation end, like they did go in with games hard and fast and early and like they signed up the Indies and it's like kind of mm-hmm. indie golden age to start the generation. Or at least this kind of sense of it. Like it was weird, like we'd gone from that one to like all of a sudden Micro Sony very smartly because I didn't have the big titles ready yet. Yeah. I mean resist Literally, not resistance, um kill zone. Kill zone. Was about the biggest. wasn't bad. It wasn't, it wasn't bad, it wasn't but great. it was... It didn't grab me, though. Yeah. Like, I got it because it was a launch game, and I didn't have, the, you know, there weren't many options. But then again, there isn't many options. This it was a good showpiece, though. Like, it really... Yeah, it looked good. Look good. Yeah. But, I mean, they were putting indies up on the E3 stage and, like, their press events. And that was kind of a wild head-spinning moment. And then... This generation did get really good, but it's easy to forget until you get to now where the same thing is happening again, where it took a year and a half to really get going. Yeah, it did. Um, and But towards the end of that, like, you can't deny the games that, that came out from Sony. Like, just... I mean, yes, they're starting to feel a bit familiar to me. Like, there's the, definitely the Sony... I guess, um, pat- pattern that they follow. When I'm playing Days Gone and there's definitely some stuff. I was like crouching in these bushes is nice and smooth just like it was in Horizon. Yeah. And you he know, grabs these materials to repair things really quickly just like in The Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's definitely the Sony pattern going on, but you just can't deny those games. They're some high quality stuff. God of War is... Insanely polished. Probably, probably my game of the generation along with The Witcher. Um, and we got The Witcher, so holy shit. Witcher. <laughs> that was great. Also, like, you, you were on this show, I believe, saying that, like, this is, this is it, and I kind of agree. Yeah. Until it did the game, like, you, we could not build this game before this generation. And then they somehow put it on the Switch. Yeah, did they? I mean, huge, this game. <laughs> but it's still a full game. It just yeah. looks like mud. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, holy shit, The Witcher. That's... That's still... Yeah, for me, this generation kind of started with The Witcher and Rocket League. Mm. Like, those two things. So I yeah. don't play Rocket League anymore because I just don't have any friends playing it. It's not something I want to play with randoms. Yeah, yeah. But man, playing Rocket League and Witcher, like, I was like, oh, this PS4, like, I see. Until there's some pretty, like, Shadow Mordor was really good. That introduced a really cool system that has never really appeared since. Like, that Nemesis system. No, they, they, kind, they kind of use something similar in Assassin's Creed Odyssey with the bounty hunters. Um, not to, not as deep. Been, it's now also been trademarked. Like, yeah, by yeah I think it's actually illegal. Something like that. So, yeah. This is like when Namco had a... Something like that has to pay Warner Brothers. It sucks because it's not like Warner Brothers. Like their games are literally built. Like everybody's game is built on the back of on the back of someone else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like Shadow of Mordor was Assassin's Creed in Lord of the Rings with a cool new enemy system. Like it's literally new enemy system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I think at least early on, like the big thing that I think started like made people ways like, oh, cool! I'm finally getting my 1080p image because I had a PS4 and an Xbox One, which Mm. still kept on doing 720 and 900p for everything. Or even yeah. would Microsoft compensate in that later in the generation? Yeah. But it was like, oh, these open world games that you mentioned earlier, you so... Yeah, yeah. Like, they actually don't run like arse anymore. Like, they have streaming issues in the way their design is still limited, and I think that's what's going to be the big change this generation. You've got the SSDs now, so you can, like, really go do stuff with your design and um, draw distances. But man, like some of those games that the like when this last generation just ended or is ending, 
if the Newcastle didn't exist, I wouldn't feel like I'm ready. Mm. I could quite easily be happy with the PS5 um, series. Yeah, it almost it almost November. feels like the gen the next gens come maybe a months. year or two too early. Yeah, early. Um, like, you take a bit more time working your hardware, get that hard, get that get extra ray tracing in there while you can. I mean, but when that last generation ended. 360 and PlayStation 3 were creaking at the yeah, end. Yeah, like, like you could feel like you could yeah. be just envision these rusty cogs inside of them, yeah, like, yeah. like <laughs> trying to draw the world in time for Saints Row 4 and all the weird shit it was trying to do with how you can move around that world. Yeah. And those frame rates were like tanking to 20. Yeah, yeah. Frequently. And yeah, they were really creaking by the end there. Whereas I don't, but I think the mid gen refresh probably had a lot to do with that too. So. Well, I mean, I. I refreshed to the PS4 Pro, but I still had my base Xbox One, and it struggled big time. Yeah, so you're watching when I was, when I was uh, getting some footage for a comparison of Xbox One to X- Xbox Series X, like it took forever to load up Valhalla and mm. um, and Watch Dogs Legion and stuff, and like. Uh, but yeah, what you're talking about here is though, and hard drive times. This is a half a point. Is you're talking about cross-gen games. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the 360 PS3 were just struggling to run the games that were built for them. Yeah. Yeah. True. They struggled big time towards the end. Like Far Cry 3 was infamous for like dropping, I think, below 20 frames per second, especially think, on PlayStation. 3. Yeah, the PlayStation 3 struggled with, and the Bethesda games in a big way. Bethesda had real trouble with the PlayStation games. PlayStation system, sorry, PlayStation 3. Fallout New Vegas and Skyrim uh, were notorious for being shit on the PlayStation 3. Yeah, Fallout 3 on my PS3 made me not realise that my disk drive was dying. <laughs> like, I just thought the game was bugging out. <laughs> nope. Nope. Turns out it wasn't. Nope. The, Very uh, understandable on my end. That's another negative we've got to take into account is the red ring of death and the uh, yellow blinking yellow light. light death, yeah. which I had one PS3 die twice. I paid to get that thing repaired. Yeah. I had a Japanese 60 gigabyte PS3, so could I, I actually wanted the um, PS2 back repairability. Yeah. And this is the most on-brand thing for me you're ever going to hear me say was because I had the PS2 limited edition re-release of Nights that was only available in Japan and I could play it on a Japanese PS3 <laughs> through the backward compatibility... When I got that disk drive repaired, the re- replacement disk they put in there only read Blu-rays. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is something, of course, I did not realize until several weeks later because it's not like I immediately went home and went and listened to some music and like put a freaking very specific PlayStation 2 game in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hardware last generation was generally overall, I think, more stable. Yeah. I think there was lessons but, learned. He, he like, and here's important. the thing, though. I'd like... I don't think we're thinking as many, quite as many games that really revolutionize stuff. I don't think so. I think... Or watershed moments. I think, to be honest, for me, the 360 PS3 was a systems and um, services, big for system and services, and I guess scope, whereas PS4 and 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 one took those it's just refinement refined to a shine and we got some like i don't think there's probably many games from the 360 era except for part for red dead maybe that don't need a touch up to play now but i think in 10 years time people are going to look at god of war and go that's still fantastic 
I I would say a lot of the Sony exclusives in yeah. general for PS3. I expect those Uncharted games will still look really good. Yeah, Uncharted 4 is still going to look good. It's still going to play well. Um, but I mean 1, 2, and 3 as well. Like Uncharted 2. Yeah, I think one 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 struggles a bit now, and two looks good, but definitely I think that PS4 on they just got everything to a fine art. Everything was smooth. Everything was just rolling off the assembly line in, in great condition, and and I would, yeah. I guess we're really not going to know how a lot of stuff ages until it actually does. I'm just going to sit here feeling smug about Bioshock because I was always like, this game is fun and pretty good, but I don't think it's the world-changing masterpiece. I enjoyed the shit out of Bioshock at the time. I thought it was a fun story. It was probably the closest Mm. thing to Half-Life 2 that it kind of hit. That was like the second... This was the game's proof of all time. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, it it is weird because, I mean, got that PS5 would dipped back into PS4 games and immediately like Days Gone just doesn't look quite as good as I think it would have if I'd not played Astro first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like amazing. It's already- amazing what just sheer power does to the experience, right? It's amazing how much like just isn't there and like you don't realize it until somebody puts it there. Yep. Like yep. if HDTVs had never come about, I could still maybe think PS2 games are still like freaking amazing looking. Yeah, you've got that nostalgia vision in your head too. When you, you look back at a game and then you actually go back and play it and go, no, no, it didn't look that shit back then. I'm sure of it. I'm sure it looked better than this. But um, I, would, I wonder if anyone's like been legitimate studies about why some stuff does age better than others. Yeah. I think the type of game is... Um, Not mechanically, definitely. Is. Yeah. Like Psychonauts, for example, still holds up really well, even though it's looking a bit... Well, that was kind of janky and got by in charm at the time as well so yeah yeah you know so it holds up really well um to play now it's, i mean it helps that xbox is doing all that fps and hd auto hdr and all that shit to mm. the the backwards compatible so i guess it's not a true representation but i mean that's an advantage of being a 3d video game though is like that's that yeah. scaling is like that's what a pc game would be yeah yeah i guess just how it's built it's not like it's terrible when Square was re-releasing all of its traditional RPGs and just smudging <laughs> all the sprites. It's like, no, this is not... No. This does not look better. Stop yeah, it. Stop. It looks much, much worse. <laughs> yeah. No, I... So, I mean, I, I kind of, like, I, like, I didn't really want to get a winner out of this, but I, I wanted to get you guys in the same weird headspace I was in. I was like, huh. I think I maybe didn't I neglected to appreciate how good the PS3 360 generation was for all its jank I think it was maybe more exciting I think so because it was kind of more revolutionary it was it was new it it was doing new things at the time whereas in the 4 and 1 they were kind of just perfecting those new things Mm. yeah for me I think the most exciting thing there are are two things one that's for me and one is just indisputable one is that I think Japan really started getting its shit back together yeah last generation yep um you cannot take away the fact that Nier, in its original form, very underappreciated. It's kind of weird that how that game has grown over time. That was a PS3 game, 360 yep. game, whatever. And then we got like Nier Automata, which is so much more polished. Yeah. Um, the Last Guardian actually came out. Capcom just came to life again. Yeah, that's like just a sleeping dragon through most. Like it made a good Street Fighter, and then we just slept through the rest of that generation. Street Fighter, so, like and... Lost Lost Planet was kind of okay. Yeah. Like, they, 
Capcom had a lot of misfires. They did, didn't they? And then, the, like... They reversed it. They kind of they had, messed up Street Fighter V to begin with and had to fix it. It's still not... Oh, well, I think that, I think the actual fighting's good, but the netcode's still shit, but yeah. <laughs> That's just Japan. Yeah. Um, but, man, they've made some really good Resident Evil stuff. Like, like everything, like, Monster Hunter's, like, really flourished out beyond its, like, very specific PSP. Niche product. Niche. It's become a fantastic series. Monster Hunter World was groundbreaking. I thought it was... It was God, really, it's so good. Yeah. Which one? Sorry? Astrobot. Yeah, Astro Astrobot games are really fucking good. Um, Mizuguchi's back got the Tetris effect. Like, yeah. Platinum was firing, just continued firing on all cylinders. Even the, even their dodgy tie-in games were still pretty good. Like they did a Transformers that one. Transformers was, one that was not as good as their regular stuff, but it was fun. It was still pretty it was fun. Than you know, expected. For yeah, that. for a cheap cash-in game, um, that was a lot of fun. And then the big one that kind, the big change, and it's going to keep them coming, was on um, Games Pass. Yeah. Last gen gave birth to Games Pass. Sony teased it and just didn't really do it. And Sony still has the capacity. They're just not doing it because they don't have to. Yeah. But then when Microsoft decided we need to course correct this ship. Yeah. They've that's come never up. going away. No, that's... And and they just add more to it every time you turn around. It's just... It's a behemoth. Like I'm playing Hi. Halo in my bed on my phone with an Xbox controller because of xCloud and I can do that streaming straight at my console or I can just do it from the internet because, you know, it's part of Game Pass. We've got like 100 games now you can stream and play over the internet. It's just weird. We've come... A part of it, I guess, is getting older and having fun, more financial independence. But a part of it is just like the accessibility to games. Like when we started... PS3 360, I can't speak anymore. <laughs> PlayStation 360. Why do I insist on calling them the one console? I don't know. Cool. Sean just crashed. Sean just crashed. Um, we'll see if we can add him in. It's. I told him not to download that PlayStation game. <laughs> anyway. um, but like money was like a very big thing. It was just like you get a game for this console. And that's why everybody was playing Geometry Wars. It was like, yeah. it was either cheap or it came with Gotham or something. Project Gotham Racing it came with. And then um, Hexic came on your your 360. It was the pack-in. Yeah. It was a cool little pop-cap puzzler. Now I don't even have Game Pass, but I'm just looking at like the PlayStation Plus drops from the months that I didn't have a um, PS4 in the house. And that's enough to just be like, I, I can't play all of this. And there's a lot of the stuff I want to try, and I, I, I don't yeah. have time for it. There's more stuff that I wanted to do than I have time for before I even factor in the possibility of buying Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. Or signing up for Games Pass. It, it, it's just nuts. Games became so so much more available last gen. They really did. Sean, do you have anything to add now that you're back? <laughs> um, I don't know what you guys have actually discussed. So Game Pass. Yeah, Games Pass. Game Pass. Um, yeah, man, that's what basically that's what saved Microsoft for me. Halfway through the last gen, I pretty much I was ready to give up on Microsoft and not bother with both consoles like I've done every generation so far and then yeah boom Game Pass they, and the, the acquisitions that they made um, brought basically brought me back to the point where I got an Xbox on day one you know yeah um, so yeah definitely Game Pass was a game changer for Microsoft at least in my eyes I think it's, it's a sleep 
use that term again, a sleeping dragon. I don't know how much it is in the public conscious, but I think the more mm. the more it gets out there, and the particularly more parents become aware of it. Yeah, like as as a family thing, the value just can't be denied. Like as a kid, you used to get one or two games a year because you get like get- three games a year. You'd like get one for your birthday, one for Christmas, and then you'd save all your the money yep. you're getting cards from aunties and aunts and buy but, a third. But now for a third of those, the price of the three games, you know, the price of one game really, one hundred and twenty. Well, it's not even. You can get it for about eighty bucks a year. Um, yeah, eighty ninety bucks, I think. Yeah, you get what four hundred games now. Something stupid like that. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. And all Microsoft games, day one, forever. So, yeah. yes, they, take- they've had a dry patch, but that's changing and it's going to change fast because they just bought Bethesda. They bought Obsidian. They bought, you know, there's a lot I, coming. I think probably from next Christmas season, it's going to start. Just rolling really out. Yeah. yeah. The only the only downside of Game Pass, and this is nitpicking, but it, it, to me it is a real thing and it could be just showing our generation, is it's going to take the excitement out of actually getting a new game. Yeah, it possibly will. Although, like, I'm still hyped as hell for Mass Effect on Friday. <laughs> you know, there is a, a new game drop excitement still left in this crusty old body oh. <laughs> yeah, I've already told my wife I'm either going to be celebrating playing Mass Effect or commiserating playing Mass Effect so either way I'm playing covers Mass both, Effect on Friday covers both bases anyway we have gone way too long I'm pleased to say I do not think we have any kind of real conclusion as normal as 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 is always the case um, you know, Sean I'm going to say thank you to you first do you have anything to pimp before you um, actually no I don't you don't um, because no, he's been a lazy shite bag. You know? Yeah. I've been, I've been letting, <laughs> That's how you're guilted into so this if you have to be up at three and stupid o'clock tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's, that's, that's why I felt obligated to do this. Because I was like, man, I haven't written anything for him for a while. I haven't even had a chance to do some videos. I haven't done a dodgy anime game. Cool. Yep. All right, you know what, man? <laughs> just pump your Twitter handle. You can just log off. We'll let you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, at SeanHub, uh, P 2 is where you can find me on Twitter. Um, yeah, all the when I when I am doing stuff, it's all for player two, and we'll appear there one of these days. Okay, you you are at, I'm I'm serious. If you want to go to bed, just log off. Um, so <laughs> you, you have all the stuff to pimp. That is your job. Yeah. Um. Well, first I'm gonna pimp a personal thing. I wrote an article that's not video game related on the show. It has already had all the eyeballs. It has a lot of traffic. It kind of shocked me a bit. Um. But yeah, so you can check that out on the shot. But otherwise, head over to Player 2. I'll have a written Scarlet Nexus preview by the time this goes live. I'll also have... Um, we've got some other previews, interesting previews coming up this week that I can't talk about yet, but keep an eye on it. Uh, and we'll have um, something else. Mass Effect coverage, of course. Very soon. And we got Returnal Probably. and... Um, what was the other big one that came We've out? Got all the big stuff. Oh, Resident there. Evil, yeah, it's there. It's all there. We're like, you know, with number one podcast for the number one website. Makes sense, right? In all of the universe. Yeah, player two AU. Mini Caravella floated in and gave me his blessing later. <laughs> earlier, whatever. All right, yeah, and I am at Pretend Beard. I now have a PS5. I may actually start contributing some some reviews. It's a shame this. I literally got this probably days after it would have been valid for me to get the near review. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You would have had to stab Paul for that. Hey, it's fantastic. Nobody suffers. <laughs>